This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hello everyone, Evil Chocolate Cookie here with today's edition of the Jeopardy Chronicles. It is Tuesday night, and it is time for the second of our final games of this particular tournament. We have the same we have the same contestants we had yesterday, Sam, Amy, and Andrew. And we'll have these same contestants throughout the rest of the tournament. So I'm just going to make brief mention of that each time. Let me recap where we are as of yesterday's game. We're one for Andrew, nil for everyone else. And if you'll remember, the first person to three matches will be declared the winner of the tournament, and they will take home $250,000. Today's game, it's just to give you a teaser, today's game is a very good example of what I said yesterday. About one clue being enough to turn the game. And you'll see why I say that as we get into the points of the game a little more, as we are about to do. So the real contest in today's game was between Amy and Andrew. Sam, as awesome as, as he is, compared to the other two, just could not get a foothold, which really sucks because I like Sam. I, the time is now 8 I think everybody likes Sam. Like everyone who watched this tournament and who watched Masters and even back to the Professor's Tournament, I think everybody likes Sam. So seeing him kind of getting stuck and unable to get a foothold really sucked. But that, that's just, I guess, how the chips fell today. So the majority of the real contest was between Amy and Andrew. And the interesting thing is, this tournament is a rematch of sorts. Because Amy is the person who beat Andrew and ended his winning streak. Which is another game that turned on a single clue. But unless... The, I started to say, unless they show it, we won't be talking about it. But if they were going to show it, they would have shown it last summer. But I digress. Anyway. So, Daily Doubles were actually split between the two, with Andrew finding two of the three and Amy finding the other one. 
And they were all answered correctly, which doesn't happen very often, it seems. Big wagers all around on the Daily Doubles today. And a lot of lead changes throughout the match. Although toward the end of Double Jeopardy, Amy really hit the ground running. Just bam, 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 bam. It was one of those cases of, okay, I've got, I've got my rhythm, let's run with it. But unfortunately, the timing was not good enough for her to come back and take the lead by the end of Double Jeopardy. And Andrew had a $1,000 lead at the end of the round. Final Jeopardy comes around and everyone is incorrect. So wagers mattered. And we see a prime example of why wagers mattered in the way the scores fell. Amy, who was in second place, made a very small wager. As I believe did Sam, who was in third place. But Andrew made the ultimate mistake that you never want to make in a tournament like this and made a really, really big wager. And we all know what happens if you make a really, really, really big wager and then miss the clue. You lose a lot of money. Which is precisely what happened today. Which resulted in Amy taking the win for the game today and tying the score one and tying the score between the two of them so we've got one to one to nil poor sam's just kind of stuck at zilch right now but now you see why i said today is a classic example of what i keep saying about how the game can be turned on a single clue because that's precisely what happened Single clue, single error. And you get an outcome like we had today. Like I said, you can be three bazillion dollars ahead of someone. And if you make a dumb wager and you lose and you lose that three bazillion dollars, it's still going to cost you the game. Doesn't matter how far ahead you were if you lose it all. So that, that's just one of those things that I've said it a hundred times here if I have once. No one is ever out of the game. See, if Amy had made a slightly bigger wager, Sam could have been the one with the win today. Like I said, it only takes one clue, one error won anything to turn the outcome of an entire game. And I do believe we've seen that a lot over the years. Another famous example, November 30th, 2004. Ken Jennings was in the lead going into Final Jeopardy. Nancy Zerg got the answer correct, wound up with a dollar more than Ken, who promptly missed the question. And lost the game. 
So really, that's all it takes is one boo-boo, one hiccup, and your your run is over. If if you make one bad enough mistake, you're you're done. You've lost. If you if you make one one bad enough mistake, you'll be going around singing, "I lost on Jeopardy." Sorry, I should not make fun of the contestant like that. That's rude. But if if they can see the humor in it and sing I lost on Jeopardy, that's good too, but And I will say this much. Especially in a tournament like this, you really got to watch the strategy you use. You don't want to do something stupid and basically chuck yourself out of that winning spot. You may feel confident on a category, but unless betting 99% of your money is the only way you're going to win, I would highly advise against doing it. Because as we saw today, if you mess up, well, you're just going to hurt yourself. It's not going to hurt your competitors, it's going to hurt you. And I don't think you want to hurt you in a contest like this. It's still early. So it didn't do nearly as much damage as it otherwise could have. Now had Amy already won two matches, say. Which is impossible because we're only on day two of the finals. But had this happened in a scenario where Amy had won, you know, two matches already. And Andrew made a screw up like this. Andrew would have just cost himself the entire tournament. So, you really gotta watch what you do. You gotta watch your wagers, you gotta watch everything. Because you're playing to win in these tournaments. Everybody might be big buddies by this point, but still, you're playing to win the tournament. You're not playing to let your friends win the tournament, you're playing to win that $250,000 and that trophy and whatever else they give you. I still said they ought to give them a crown of some kind. Michael Davies, if you're listening, hint, hint. I don't think you are, but yeah. But yeah, there is there is definitely that. But that's all I've got for today. I'm going to sign off for the night. And just a quick reminder that A, Thursday's episode will probably be coming out late. And B, flashbacks will continue to the end of the tournament, at which point we may take a couple of days off, depending on what the producer picks are. If they're kind of meh, or if they feature you know, nothing interesting. Like, if they if they chop out random episodes from a bunch of tournaments, we're not going to cover that. If they show a bunch of boring stuff, we're not going to cover it. Or, obviously, if they show something we've already covered, then we're not going to cover it. But we'll just have to see what the producer picks are. So, like I said, there's a chance that we may not be here for a few days. But we will definitely be back 
because next week is the last week of reruns before the new season. So even if we do take three or four, two, three, four days off, we will be back. And even if we do take those days off, Spotlight and Strategy Corner will still happen that weekend. So that's what you have to look forward to over the next couple of weeks. And I'm going to say goodnight. And as Alex would say, so long, everybody. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production.